There is a hostile presence among us. What do you mean? On arrival here, I am told that there are hostile influences from the solar system among us. <laughs> Not among us! Then here, on the planet Kemble. Some beings have landed from the planet Earth. Hostile beings from the center of the solar system. But do not worry, their spaceship has been destroyed. What about the beings? They cannot escape. At this moment, they are being hunted down. They will be destroyed. Okay, welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. Well, sort of. We're talking about two things that are related to Doctor Who. Um, one is called Farewell, Sarah Jane, which was a recent um, lockdown production of kind of cleverly put together sort of a, a story about this character, Sarah Jane, uh, wake and the people that showed up for it. And uh, I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. And this thing came out a couple of weeks ago. They f recorded it where everyone was in lockdown, so they all had their separate cameras and everything, which is kind of a, a neat concept that we're getting used to. A lot of interviews are being done that way and, and works, and, and a lot of places are doing this so it was kind of interesting to see how it would work and it I thought it worked fairly well um, but this was basically a story that someone who, who was it that wrote it was uh, Russell T Davies Russell T Davies kind of wrote this little short thing and it basically tells a story about who showed up at Sarah Jane Smith's funeral or wake or whatever and um, what did you guys think of it? I thought it was very sad. Yeah, it was very moving. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and that's, I guess, that was the point. And this is Russell T. Davis writing stuff that makes this sad <laughs> sometimes. Uh, this was done well because they told the story of who was there. And then they also had, we have appearances by some of the people. Um, who were at, in the Sarah Jane uh, Adventures, um, Clyde and all them. Yeah, and um, then uh, her neighbor, Gita, Ace, and, uh, and Joe Grant. Yep. So it was good to see these people um, sort of reprise their role briefly. Um, so it was definitely worth a view if you haven't seen it. There's not much to talk about. We're not going to criticize the story or anything like that, although I could criticize one line of dialogue. R Russell T. Davis... Well, I was going to say, Russell T. Davis loves turning characters gay, and he turned three oh. characters gay in a matter of how many minutes. And um, the son, we find out, um, is gay, um, which is fine. He's married. And then... Um, Tegan and Nissa are gay. Who would have thunk that? <laughs> and how would Nissa get back from Terminus? Well, you know, who cares? They're gay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the... Yeah, that was bad. 
Yes. I, and I know people complained about it, and other people were like punching this guy, going, "Yeah, I knew it." It's like there's no evidence in the show. People, you could sit there and say, "Well, well, boy, they shared the same. Did they share the same room? I don't know." But no, in the TARDIS, they had their own, they had their yeah, own well, room. you know, but they were in the same TARDIS, so of course they were going to be gay. You know, it's like, and it, you know, their other choice was Adric, so obviously they're going to turn gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, if you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, I just, Russell couldn't resist, you know, I'm sure he tried, you know, in a, in a way, everyone's gay, you know. But anyways, that was the only thing that I really kind of, I was watching it and I was like, ooh, you know, I wish, <laughs> it okay, just so seemed the, kind of out of left field. So the the guy who narrated, Jacob Dudman, he works for Big Finish. He does voiceover impersonations he does when they do he does the 10th 11th and 12th doctor when they do the 10th doctor 11th doctor and 12th doctor chronicles which is it's just a guy who uh will read a narration of the story and uh he does the voices for those doctors hmm. he has a very and nice voice he's done a lot of big finish stuff so he's yeah. He was also the narrator for Revenge of the Nestina, which is another lockdown, which uh, the, the Rose one. Okay. But yeah, he's done a lot of big finish stuff, mostly like voices impersonations. <laughs> so, so I don't yeah, he we... did. He did a good job narrating it. Yeah, and they had um. Of course, everyone was in their living room or whatever, video, uh, you know, webcamming their their own segments or whatever. And uh, they did a little bit of special effects with Ronnie where she was in the um, the loft or whatever, and they kind of superimposed her in as she's looking in there and stuff. And I thought she did a really good job. Those those actors haven't aged. Katie Manning wasn't acting. Well... <laughs> But, but I mean, the the young characters from Sarah Jane Adventures, they have it. They seem like they're still very young, and which they are. But um, it's good to see them. And I know Julia, you mentioned because you hadn't seen the the Adventures of Sarah Jane that you might want to check it out sometime. And yeah, I haven't done that yet. But yeah, it might be something worth looking at. I mean. Some aren't as good as others, but I think overall it was it felt more like Doctor Who than Doctor Who did at the time. Mm. That was that was my opinion. <laughs> when did but, they uh, air? Oh, it was during the the end of towards the end of Tenet and the beginning of Matt Smith. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. I don't remember how many seasons was it two. Or oh, three? they did more than that. Three. Uh, let me go look at my DVD collection. I could tell you. Well, anyways, you know, there's a couple of episodes that are important because the, the, the doctors show up. Matt Smith's doctor is in it, and so is a Tenet at one point. Or So it, it's kind of neat. It's kind of a neat little thing. It's Five seasons. Five seasons, okay. Yeah. It, it would have gone longer, but um, Elizabeth Sladen passed away, I think. So, I mean, I, I think yeah. that's why they ended. I don't think it ended before she... No, I think we're ramping up ended, to the next. Yeah, they had stuff already in the can. Yeah, and then they aired it because they did like that uh, 
after the last episode they did the tribute episode or the tribute little special. Yeah. Did she die suddenly or I thought she had breast cancer? Yeah, she had breast cancer and she She's still working it, through it. Yeah, I, I don't think there was I, I don't think they announced that she was sick. Maybe. I don't remember that, but I I, I think it wasn't a huge surprise, but it was, well, it's always a surprise to a degree. I mean, you never want to hear that, but I think they were conscious of the of it, and they had already made the decision on what to do with the show. So they, they were, you know. There, there, there is unmade scripts, because they were supposed oh, really? to do a story. Yeah, they're supposed to do a story where she meets Ace. Ah, yeah, I remember that now. And I was wondering if they were going to pass the torch and continue it on with Sophie Aldred to help out. Yeah, I mean, they, they could have. They could have done that. They could have, um, you know, leave the kids. And, and Ronnie had alluded to in this in this farewell to Sarah Jane that she might take the reign or whatever. But because um, yeah, because Ace takes K nine with her. Yeah. Yeah, if they wanted to, I, I would be on board with that. Yeah, I would too. That'd be kind of neat. I mean, they kind of sort of did. If you, if you, the, the Blu-ray for McCoy's last season, they did like a trailer with Ace, uh, Sophie Aldred being Ace again. Mm -hmm. But she's like in this, uh, this organization that she has that goes and helps people. So they could easily do something if they wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely want to see that unless Chibnall was involved. No, I don't. It's something okay. else. <laughs> Anyways. Um, All right, we got our quota of Chibnall bashing in for this podcast. Yeah, I know. We have to always mention it. That's right, a Chibnall bashing cameo. Uh, how is that possible that we talked about Chibnall during Farewell, Sarah Jane, but we managed to do it? That's our if new... We ever, uh, if into we the ever review... Into the Chibnall, review, Chibnall yeah. bashing vortex. <laughs> if we ever... If we ever decided to do some Torchwood episodes, there'd definitely be some. Why did he write this Torchwood episode? But then when he went and write Doctor Who, it sucks. Yeah. Well, <coughs> I would argue Moffat with Sherlock and Doctor Who, but okay. I didn't want Sherlock, but that's another story. You didn't? No, I thought I, Sherlock was really good, and Doctor Who oh. was Moffat didn't do as good as it. You know, he's got he's getting better. Every season Chibnall does, Moffat gets better. So maybe that's the plan. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so let's talk about we're gonna make a two parter to this. We'll talk briefly about the mission to the unknown. Quick backstory. Mission to the Unknown was a one-parter that was done during the William Hartnell's era, and it was to set up the Dalek Master Plan, which would air um, one story later. They had the, the middle one, Mythmakers. So Mission Unknown was no no doctor, no companions. It was just a sort of a prelude episode. Um, it's an anomaly because it's one part. It, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's weird about it. And it also doesn't exist and is one of it the... It never exists. Yeah, it's probably one of the... There's, I think there's only one other episode that's probably least favorable of, of being found, and that would be the... Um, the Christmas Feast episode. Yeah, the Feast of Stephen. Yeah. But this one is definitely might not exist. <laughs> so the audio exists from it, and I guess there's a group of, well, Jeff probably knows more because he's done more research, um, a group of people, fans, 
yeah, from the University of Central Lancashire. And they recreated the episode with special effects actors. They got some people from this show, right? They got the um, the voice yeah, of the Daleks. Got, uh, Nicholas Briggs to do the Daleks. Yeah, not from and the original. Peter, but... No, and Peter Purvis stopped by to see how things were going, and yeah. the the guy who played Mark Corey stopped by too, um, Edward T. Souza. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the making of, they tried to stay true to the the way it was in nineteen. What was it sixty five? This one came out. Yeah, sixty five. Yeah. With the way the the old style Daleks, the the way the costumes were, so that you they have the stills. The telesnaps. So yeah. they went off that to get the sets. And of course they had the original they had the soundtrack. And they also had the original script that they were able to to, to find. They actually had the original script, the shooting yeah. script. Mm-hmm. So they were able to do and uh, keep it as close as possible to the original. Yeah. And I think it's a neat little little thing to watch. Um I wasn't super excited about it. And when I first heard about it, I was very excited about it. But when when it finally was out, I, I took took me a while before I watched it. I wasn't that enthusiastic about it. But my, my opinion of it is, well, it's, it was kind of neat. You, you know, it's a kind of gives you an idea of what it would have looked like and everything. I didn't think the acting was that spectacular or anything like that. You know. Well, you don't forget these are college kids. Yeah, so. and maybe I'm being too hard, but I, I just, I think part of me is so jaded toward the originals that whatever they do, whether it be animation, I'm I'm never going to give it much, I'm not going to give it high praise because I always feel like I, I, I want the original. I don't, I'm, I'm maybe it's being snobbish about it, but I just... You know, unless the animation is really, really good and the animation to these things have not been good, which I hate to bring this up, but Power of the Daleks, they're re-releasing ah. it. What? With better, with, yeah, because yeah, they, they, they put better animation because they well, rushed the original one out. Yeah, but that was only a couple of years ago, and it's like, you know... Was it? It was 2016? That's four years. Yeah, but what... Uh, I think they should re-release Marco Polo animated. Oh, wait a minute. They haven't done that one yet. How about Dalek Master Plan animated? Oh, they haven't done that one yet either. They haven't done any Hartnells. Well, but the point of the matter is there's 100 episodes they can do before they could do Power of the Daleks again. Well, but. they have the template for <laughs> Troutland, so they might as well just take advantage of it. Yeah, I hate to say it, but I probably—I mean, I'll look at the trailer of it and see if the animation's that much better. Maybe I'll get it, but I just don't know if I want to double dip on that again. But I guess there's yeah, nothing else will. coming out. I still haven't purchased—I still haven't purchased the um, faceless ones yet. Um, but anyway, mission unknown. Yeah, the the, the Varga the plants were kind of—that would suck. Game bit, you know, the Varga plants. Oh, yeah. Pretty funny. I mean, well, they, you get the the thorn in it, then you're done. You like kill, kill, kill. <laughs> yeah, I I think they, you know, I I guess the production values and maybe 
Julia would disagree with me. The production values of the early stuff wasn't that good. <laughs> and um, that badness, I didn't think this was good at all. Yeah. No, I mean it was just again. It's like so the writing is so dragged out and boring and. Well, that's Terry Nation for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and obviously they decided not to to redo it. They decided to well, they they redid it, but they didn't. What's that called? Um, a new a new image of it. Um, re reimagining it. They didn't reimagine it. They just sort of remade it. So yeah. you're going to get all that slowness, and I don't know if they were trying to make the effects bad. They probably had a they might have had a higher budget to make it than uh, the original. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure with, I don't know, did they use computer-generated special effects? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I guess when the Dalek shot, it was just like during the Hardnell yeah. era where they just made the whole screen go negative yeah. or overexposure or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of neat. It's kind of neat to look at, and I, I wouldn't necessarily think that they would be able to do any other episode like that because they can't do Dalek Master Plan. It'd be too expensive. Plus, um, well, I mean, you'd have to recast like, yeah. William Hartnell and stuff like that. Well, they have someone that's oh, yeah, that's just true. like William Hartnell they can get. <laughs> and what, get get him now while he's still around and have him do more, even though... A little side note, this was actually written after they wrote the Dalek Master Plan because Verity Lambert wanted to give the crew an extra vacation. So oh, instead okay. of getting uh, three or two or three vacations, they she gave him an extra vacation week, so that's why they did this one. So they, um, yeah, so the school did this. It wasn't for a charity or anything. They didn't sell it. They just put it right up on YouTube, right? Yeah, it went right on YouTube. Yeah. So My guess is if they ever do an animation of the Dalek Master Plan, they might stick this on as an extra. Yeah. It's a neat little thing. Maybe one day we'll, we'll, we'll review the, uh, the play. <laughs> the, uh, What's that play that they came out? The Doctor Who had a play for a while. Oh, is that the Seven Keys of Doomsday or something? Well, there's that, but there's the one um, with Pertwee and uh, Colin Baker. Is that the Ultimate Adventure? Ultimate Adventure, yeah. And there's uh, video recordings of that somewhere. Oh, there is? I think there's some on YouTube. I'm not sure. I had a couple. I had one of Pertwee, and I had they're really poor quality. But and I don't even know if they're complete, but... Um, well, Big Finish did uh, a re audio recording of that play, and it was just like... Uh... Was it poor quality? Or was it just that the story wasn't that the good? The story was just like... Uh... And I don't usually dislike some of the Big Finish. I mostly like majority of the stuff they do, but that one was kind of like... Uh... Continuity situation with Ultimate Adventure. I know it's not canon, but now it could be, I guess, or whatever. It doesn't make any sense, but um, there were three Doctors in that play. Do you remember the third one? David Banks, the voice of the, uh, the cyber leader. Yeah, he took over for a short time while Pertwee was sick. Uh, yeah, kind of a neat little uh, tidbit of information. Anyways, this is the off-topic... Uh, um, so that means 
Into Chibnall the made room. Trevor Martin's Dr. Cannon? Yes. Oh. Yeah, and that's our our Chibnall cameo for this section of it, of Mission to the Unknown. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff, for putting that in. You're welcome. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to check it out, it, it's kind of a neat little thing. Julia didn't like it. Um, it's on the uh, Doctor Who YouTube page. Yeah. YouTube page, and, and there's a making of too, which is pretty good too. Yeah, maybe I'll watch. I don't think I watched the making of. I mean, it's kind of neat. It's a kind of neat little thing. It's not not something that I after I watched, I was like, wow, that was spectacular. You know, I just I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I enjoyed it better than Orphan Fifty Five. There, <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> Orphan Fifty Five makes every Doctor Who episode better. <laughs> Not a fan of gunfighters? You like gunfighters now after watching Orphan 55. <laughs> Twin Dilemma? Ugh, that stunk. But was it better than Orphan 55? You betcha! <laughs> oh, God. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways... <laughs> I'm going to change the name of our group. So, Is this, is this Doctor Who episode better than Orphan 55? That's right. <laughs> New contest thing. Okay, so <laughs> that, we've talked enough about that. Anything else about any of these? No. No. <laughs> talked enough? Talked enough. Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs>